Hellraiser House, welcome. This is episode 92. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hi. What's up, everybody? And this is Bobby. We're back. The season is finally over. It mercifully oh, comes to done. an end. And, uh, and, and uh, we, we ended we... up going out on the low note that we should have gone out in. Yeah, it <laughs> summed up the Dallas. season. Yeah, it? It, pretty much, it pretty much did. We just went out with a whimper, a thud, a... Uh, I mean, w- without a heartbeat, whatever it is that, that you want to like yeah, put less, in there. Even, even less than a heartbeat, we were, I don't even want to say we were flatlining. It was a palpitation. It was, it was, it was God, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, it, it, was, it was bad. Yeah, uh, it, that, um, that's your 2017 LA Galaxy for you. The worst season in franchise history. Uh, we Good night, everybody. In, yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we finish in dead last in the entire league for the first time in Galaxy history. 22nd place awarding us that one trophy that has eluded us since 1996. The wooden spoon is now ours. Compliments of uh, Chicago, uh, pa- or at least uh, passing it on. Um this with a god-awful D.C. United team, a god-awful Colorado, Colorado. team, <laughs> two, two expansion. expansion teams, yep, um, and we still managed to finish below them in the standings. And what's the fun part about all this is that we went from a competitive team, one of the most historic, uh, the most storied, the most um, successful team in the entire league the face of the league to dead last and the people responsible for it still have jobs yes indeed the big news for the day of course is pete vianis has been removed or relieved i should say of his general manager duties but demoted um, but just as bros do he did not lose his job he will still collect a paycheck from aeg and the la galaxy uh, he's still VP of soccer operations now. Okay. Uh, I've been working in a, you know, semi-corporate environment for a while. Forgive me if I'm just, you know, not up to par with the org chart, but a uh, general manager is higher than vice president. That doesn't seem right. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. doesn't. Seems off. And, and, and it seems that like, it, it almost seems that, it's almost as if he got a promotion. Almost. I, you, know what I'd be, you know what I would be really curious to find out? And I know that this is going to be damn near impossible unless we take Chris Klein out and get him really wasted one night. I want to know whether or not Pete Vianis keeps his same money that he was on. Gets a, got a raise. He probably got a raise, to be honest with you. You know, the funny thing is that, that, that you said that uh, as I was driving over here, I was thinking about, okay, I'm obviously going to rant about something. Do I, do I try to be as, you know, unbiased? Do I try to be logical about this? Or should I just let emotion take over? Emotion. I decided, I emotion. decided on emotion. emotion. So, you know, that you, now that you said that, saying that, you know, did Pete Bynes get a raise after all this? Here's my hot take for the night. You're not going to convince me now because the evidence is completely contrary to it. You're not going to convince me that Chris Klein, Pete Bainus, Dan Beckerman, Phil Anschutz, and I can't even say his name yep, anymore. Phil Anschutz. Phil Anschutz and Schitz 
um, NAEG are not purposely trying to run the galaxy into the ground and totally major leaguing this franchise. Where are they going to go? I don't know if they're. It's for reasons unknown, obviously. Are they going to go to but Austin? You're not, but <laughs> um, I actually might follow them there just for, just for the name. <laughs> but um, no, you at this point, it's it's almost right in front of us that, as I said, a team went from being so successful to dead last, and yet nobody has gotten fired for it. And as David said, well, it's even possible that one of them has gotten a raise Kurt, because Kurt of it. Kurt got fired. Kurt was the one expendable guy, and he was the one that probably was the least deserving to get fired. Yeah. And here you are, just uh, whether you want to think of it as a, uh, as a demotion or promotion, the fact that they're still within the organization is telling me so much. And the fact that the owner of the galaxy, the owner of A or the CEO of AEG was at the galaxy game um, against Toronto. And he was able to see what a huge gap there was between the supporter shield winner and the team that is in dead last without their first team, by the way. I mean, they had no respect to say, you know what? We're going to bring our B team on the road and, and we're still going to clobber that's you. It. And that's exactly what happened. Okay, he keep was your in attendance. Going. He saw keep, No, it's okay. Keep your, th- keep your recording. And still nothing was done. So you're not going to convince me that what was done this year was done on purpose. That's my hot take. Well, not to worry, Lewis, because everything's going to be all right. Now, Pete Vinus is still v- VP of uh, soccer operations, whatever that means. Uh, but Siggy Smith's son will join the coaching staff as the lead scout. Yes. I don't. I don't hear. I don't hear any clapping. I don't hear, hear any rejoicing for this. <laughs> Should I? I don't know. <laughs> what do I know about scouts? Apparently, he's done. From he's reports, done, he's done well in Seattle. But what does that mean? The only thing I hope is that he's scouting South America. That's it. Who does he? If you're doing that and you're legitimately looking for a, for for a, a a striker or whoever in South America, if you're down there right now to go scout that Libertadores semifinal matches, you're calling my book, dude. Do you really <laughs> think that the LA Galaxy is spending the resources in that? I mean, unless the Libertadores is being played in Western Europe. Or Mexico. <laughs> or Mexico. Yeah. There's nothing uh, below Mexico uh, in the uh, galaxy map there. Um, look, I, I'm obviously just being sarcastic here. I'm not really sure um, how that's going to play out. Um, I, I will comment on the, um, I guess, promotion of uh, Siggy Schmidt um, as uh, not just a coach, but now as a general manager replacing Pete Vianney. Siggy Schmidt is so amazing as a coach. He's such an awesome coach, Bobby. Yes, that he got, yes, yes. He, He's that so he got a promote, amazing. A promotion to He's going to be such a good GM. Oh, my God. <laughs> so so here's my um, opinion on that. Um, I A few weeks ago when I went on my original rant about players playing for their jobs, um, I had mentioned that the only way that this would even be remotely possible would be if Siggy Schmidt was the general manager. And we kind of all shifted in that in that direction where, like, you know what? That's actually not completely out of the question. So I was tired. I just said, so, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Bob, Bobby was just agreeing. was just a yes man that day. And um, 
you know, everything that has transpired today or has not transpired was, again, predicted by almost everyone, not, you know, within the front office. So um, we all agreed that Chris Klein was more than likely to come back as president. We all um, foresaw that P. Vianis would no longer be general manager, but still retain some sort of position within the organization. Yeah. Um, I think that was also... Um, I think that was first probably reported or at least um, of the opinion from Kevin Baxter, um, who said that um, we knew that uh, Schmidt was going to be here next season um, as a coach. Um, and uh, the new general manager was probably going to be him because uh, he would have at least some sort of direction um, to take the club. Uh, so my opinion on this is, OK, he obviously knows what he needs as a coach. And now he, we assume that he kind of has all the power as far as trying to find said player or said position. Well, that's um, what's being told to that's us. That's what's being said right now. Uh, Schmidt has actually come out and told Kevin Baxter that Klein is not telling me who's going to be on the team. I'm telling him mm-hmm. who's on the, on the team. And he sounds, uh, you know, from what Kevin Baxter was saying was that it, it was with conviction. There was no doubt about it that he was going to be in control of conviction. the the uh, the roster sure uh, just today i believe um chris klein came out and said that um pretty much echoing the same thing that schmidt does have control of the first team chris that klein, chris klein is, came out and said well siggy told me to tell you guys that he's gonna be in charge of the team <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be surprised there i mean wasn't that what uh, what was going on under bruce arena anyway so right exactly but so, i mean do we trust siggy schmidt he's had an abysmal record f- since he took over. Um, it's clear that the players really don't give a, cr- a crap about wanting to play for him or wanting to play for their jobs. As you said uh, previously, um, he has not won over this, this locker room. He has not won over the locker room, but are the players also to blame for that? I think there is a One thousand percent. Of- yes. Uh, but still, it's still, it's still something you have to, you have to motivate those players or get them off the field, which is what I'm hoping Siggy Schmidt would do. But if you went back to my rant, the players who probably should be playing for their jobs are not going to be considered, uh, you know, on the, for to be on the chopping block. Well, let's look at let's go back to the the Dallas game and look at none other than Clement Diop. I mean, this guy made for damn sure that he is going to get the hell out of this team next year. Uh, I, I think that all three goalkeepers might be. I think the only one who may possibly be returning is Kempin. Yeah. And he's not going to be a starter. I think that's probably, if it's not number one, it's definitely number two. I think number well, one is a striker. We'll get the Os- we'll get Ospina in the offseason, right, Lewis? Dude. D- <laughs> yes, and we're actually going to sell out Sandrina to open up that DP spot. No. <laughs> DP um, goalkeeper. Um, why'd you say that? I'm sorry. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. God, you're, you're just like, you know, opening up old wounds there. I mean, that's they still right. made the World Cup, but still. Damn it. All right. <laughs> Um, okay, so no, Diop, we all knew regardless, was probably gone. Uh, we, it's pretty evident that Roe was going to be gone. Um, and it's pretty evident that Schmidt is probably um, looking or has been looking for a goalkeeper. Um, like I said, it's probably, if it's not his number one priority, it's his number two priority. Number one would be the striker. Um, I think, I think Siggy's lo- number one priority is where to get that bratwurst in the offseason. <laughs> In the off season, because he <laughs> like because he hasn't he hasn't found it like this whole time, or he hasn't had one this whole that's time. True, or, that's true. Or what's going on? 
Poor Siggy. <laughs> Poor guy. Do better, just... damn it. This is my criticism. <laughs> this is me holding his feet to the fire. This is what you want, right, Lewis? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's revert back to fifth grade. Like, well, just, you know, insult his, no, his appearance. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I mean, w- when you look at what's going to happen in this offseason, I said it, it's not something I'm excited for, but it's something that I'm, you know, interested in because in a way, Schmidt is a little bit still handicapped, even if he has full control of this roster of who comes in and who comes out. He has uh, no DP slots. So he can't bring in a a striker that would win over even the fans. Um, you would have to tam some guy up or just make him some average ho hum, you know, uh, MLS striker. I hear Kubla Torres is on the market. Kubla Torres is now on the market. Um, Wait, that's what we need to bring the Mexican fan in. Yeah, fans in. we need a Mexican. Yeah, we need more Mexicans. <laughs> in fact, you know, I, I hear Chicharito is sucking in England. We might as well just suck over here. Um, and you know, if if you're looking to DP or, or to uh, whoa, open hey, up whoa. a uh, sorry to open <laughs> up a DP slot, that's just as bad. Um, <laughs> you know, you're gonna have to either Tam Alessandrini up or just get rid of him. And we know it's not gonna be the Dos Santos brothers because you know Mexican DPs in LA are untouchable. Well, they're new too. So I mean, so they're that's not happening. Um, Alessandrini, the best player on the field, probably uh, a hot commodity anywhere. You can easily shop him around. You're probably going to turn a profit from what you paid for him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a possibility. I mean, that would anger pretty much the entire fan base, but <laughs> that never seemed to stop the Galaxy oh, that from doesn't doing... Bother. That doesn't bother yeah. the Galaxy at all. So um, They're the Galaxy, yeah. Lewis. Yeah. They have oh, five I, championships. Yeah. Oh, and, and to go back to my hot take... I mean, that's another evident, you know, that's just evident right in your face that here is a front office who has been neglecting, um, disrespecting, and just, you know, not listening to the fans all season. I mean, it's just plain, just right in front of our faces that obviously this was done on purpose. And, and that's the, you know, I'll finish that hot take right there. Um, <laughs> well, uh, speaking of hot takes, did you see Cole's hot take from after the game? Why is Cole always the guy that's being asked, like, what's wrong with the Galaxy? And you would think that it would be going to the captain? Recently, yeah. Right, no, because, yeah. the, captain, because the captain's too busy talking about Jordan Morrison and his, and his puppy. <laughs> um, Cole said after the, after the 5-1 loss to Dallas uh, on the last day of the season... Uh, if I'm honest, I'm embarrassed for the performance today. No one fought for each other. No one gave their heart. And no. And the scoreline shows again. We lost by four goals. Once again, we're in the same predicament, the same scoreline, same disappointment. He sounds like Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the same shit. It is. It's true. <laughs> it is. I mean, what he's saying, what everyone else has been saying for practically 90% of the season. Uh, how is, I mean, how is that any different from even three weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago? You know, you only had what? Eight wins this victory? I mean, eight wins yeah. this victory. Eight this wins season. this season. So <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't win this year. We this, didn't win this, this year. Week. I don't know. I, no, liked we, how that, I liked how that sounded, though. Eight wins we this were, victory. I liked it. <laughs> we were eight, 17, <laughs> What's in and this eight. Water? Here, vodka. Oh, 
Um, yeah, so th- there was not really much to celebrate. And when you were losing, with the exception of maybe like the first month or so, when you were, you know, at least still being competitive in games where you probably could have, you know, pulled, uh, pulled off some sort of positive result, you were you were getting blown out of the water. You were not being competitive. You were showing how this team was poorly constructed. It was just... That quote can be applied to 90% of the games this season. It's not just the last game. It's not just the last month. It's not just the one or two or three or four or five losing streaks that we've, you know, that we've had all season. It applies to the entire season and nothing has changed. So going back to what you're saying, yes, the, the players aren't responding to Siggy either, but it has been a constant theme all season long that these players were not living, uh, you know, playing to what their well potential or at least to what, their standards. To at their least. standards. To the standards. There you go. That's the word I'm looking at for. At least to, to, to the standards. You know, you, you're not even fight. You were eliminated in MLS. You were eliminated two months ago. Some people barely started playing two months ago and squeaked <laughs> into the playoffs. You were eliminated yep. at that yep. time. Yeah. I mean, that is just absolutely horrendous. It is historically horrendous what this team accomplished this year. And no one is being held accountable for well, it. Well, we got that wooden spoon, so I'm, I'm looking for that thing to be in the Champions Lounge. Seriously. It better be there next and year. It, and you know what? And this is where the Galaxy social media and everywhere else should probably saying, you know what? Just run with this, dude. Just show it off. Show it off, man. Because that's kind of what I'm expecting. And have Gio hold it, by the way. Because you obviously oh, no. you, you no. can't have a picture with you know without Gio in it. <laughs> you know? I mean the Dodgers, the Dodgers won today. So I probably should have put a picture of Gio because it probably called, you know, for, you know. There's a there's a picture of Gio in a Dodgers shirt yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, by the way, I don't know if you want to put a cap on how much you want to talk about the Dodgers because as Lewis pointed out last week, um, since we started this podcast, we cover the men's the US men's national team and the LA Galaxy and they've gotten progressively worse <laughs> since we started this podcast. So uh, that's our bad guys. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna cover uh, LAFC next year, uh, and, and we're gonna cover Mexico as well. Yeah, so yeah. Gio, we're still gonna be talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get better, but everyone else is gonna get worse. <laughs> Jesus, um, I mean Jesus, 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 mio, Jesus, mio, Jesus, mio, Jesus, mio, Jesus, mio. Okay, that's a new one. <laughs> Putting that in the notes. Oh, All right. Geez. Um, Geos. Yeah. I so, mean, look, it's... <laughs> what else can we say? Not, nothing. At this point, I'm numb to whatever it is that these guys have done because I, I'm not seeing a change. I'm not seeing anything. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to feel this way until... Can I say probably, something, though? Yeah. Yes. Okay, one... Hey, Bobby's one, here. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you guys are just saying the same shit I've said all season. Anyways... Uh, one one thing that I do want to say on a uh, keep rolling those eyes, we can hear it. Are you actually cold? <laughs> uh, one 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 bright star or what bright moment? Not star. I won't go that far. One one bright moment was Chiani made a goal. He made a nice header. Do you want to call that a bright moment? Because I, I I feel like it just covered up for his deficiencies that I've seen this year. Because not to mention the fact that I'm just talking about within a game. Can, I'm just well, talking about one game. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, also every, talking about that one game. Every, yeah, we are talking about that one game. We're I'm so, talking about that yeah. one game. If that's, you're talking about that one moment yeah, and it, and it's, in the yeah, game, that's, that's sure, what I'm saying. That's that what is a said. bright spot. Yes, Siani <laughs> scored a goal. And then he, he proceeded to have a stinker. Everybody puts, had a stinker the rest of the, puts, rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, that that uh that play that Diop came out flying like a like a spider monkey, and uh, and got himself a red card. Siani put him in a bad position there. Yeah, that was a um, horrible pass back. It was just yeah really really boneheaded to come out like that. But Siani put him in that position. Um, to be honest with you, I I didn't really pay attention to where he was, um, in relation to where the goals were. But I'm sure he was at fault for some of those. Um, and I'm sure I'll get blasted by somebody, uh, uh, you know, for talking crap about Siani or, or judging Siani too early, but, uh, you know, there it is. Um, the guy's, the guy's not good. I'm sorry. He's not an MLS caliber defender. I, yeah, I mean, it's not with what we've seen. It's from what we've seen, uh, uh, I know he's gonna get a fresh start next season, but let's be honest. I don't think any one of us that can change. Is, is it can change. It can we, know, change. we know how things change from se- seasons yes. season to season. So yes. chill yeah, out. It, it, we'll it see what happens. Definitely. And if he we'll, if he we'll, sucks we'll in the first three ep- three episodes, <laughs> three. <laughs> no, the first three episodes, the first three episode of L.A. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. The three, the first three games but by episode one hundred three. <laughs> we'll be pissed. <laughs> we'll be pissed about Siani. Yeah. We should be pissed about Siani already. What are you talking about? We could be pissed at Siani right now. It's fine. We're not saying sure. we're not saying that we're not. We're just saying well, we have more of we have more, <laughs> we have more uh, evidence. evidence to be angrier at him. And especially if it's the beginning of the season, we're like, You see, motherfucker? You know? <laughs> if he changes the next like the beginning like of that. The, if he changes in the next be- in the beginning of the next season, then we're like, mm, all right, all right. <laughs> Okay, just nah, keep on going. probably I'll probably still be like, mm, I don't know, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> oh, there it is. So, you know, the funny thing is, is that you know we so we had mentioned that you would think that a striker is at the top of the list, goalkeeper is uh is at the top of the list, um pr- probably a position, oh, a depth is probably something that Siggy's gonna add there, um a, a position that's probably um not needed, hasn't been needed midfielder well reports are out that we are talking to minnesota about miguel barra <laughs> so yeah not, nothing's changed he, he plays sorry miguel barra plays what i don't know because he hasn't played this season for minnesota if we were talking to christian ramirez i'd be over the moon about that yeah that That'd would make sense awesome. uh if we were talking about if we we're talking to kubo torres i would be skeptical but at least I'm like okay. At least he's he's forward. He's a forward. He's a position we need. And We're talking about we yeah. we should be talking to you know I don't know, Ola Kamara, not Kai Kamara. Don't get him. <laughs> um, I I'm really not sure. I haven't gone through the the the, the like, like I MLS said, it, forward it's, ranks. It, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be an interesting Who? off season. It's gonna be a long one too. Um, it, it's. <laughs> We're just soaking this in, and you know, if the the thing of the the thing is, is that I've rinsed out already. Last place <laughs> is not enough to make some sort of significant change, to make some sort of philosophical, you know, change as well. Um, I don't know what is going to change that. I mean, if you're thinking that next season would be 
somewhat better, you would statistically probably be correct. But there, it as of right now, it doesn't look like there's going to be too many moves that can be made. And this team is still poorly constructed. This team still has no heart. It has no soul. It hasn't played for e- uh, for um, either one of its coaches. And like I said, Siggy seems a little handicapped about you know as to what he could possibly do in the offseason. I'm sure he could make moves, but I'm sure the people that we would get rid of will probably be unpopular moves. Like I said, don't be too surprised if Allison Dreamy is one of those guys. Yeah, Emma Boateng Emma Boateng is probably another guy that's definitely expendable in the Galaxy Eyes. Ashley Cole has come out and said that he wants to come back. And now we know it's not, you know, that decision is not going to, or at least we... Uh, are told that that decision is not going to be coming from Klein or Vianus. It's going to be now coming from Siggy Schmidt. So it's uh, it the, the ball is now in Siggy's court. Does he want Ashley Cole back in that back line? If the answer is no, okay, what does he have, you know, plan? Uh, what does he have planned? And there's three guys. Those are your three guys that gave a shit this season. Mm-hmm. And those are three expendable guys. I mean, let that sink in for a little bit. So, I mean... Oh, we let it sink. There was a little time there. We did. (laughs) We did. (laughs) Is everybody okay? I'm fine. Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, there's really not much to say here. Everything that that we could possibly say has been said at some point in this season. It's been... We've been beating this dead horse. It has fallen on deaf ears. Um... uh, within the galaxy organization. Uh, there seems to be no change on the horizon and this with, uh, LAFC, um, ready to make their, uh, debut, um, be, be prepared to, to, uh, to be behind in the standings of, uh, of this new rival that is entering the league next season. And it's, uh, it's just disheartening that I'm already thinking about that in October of 2017 and not, you know, mid-season Bobby, 2018. But mm. to be fair, Bobby and I were thinking about it in October of 2016 uh, oh, well, that, that yeah. this was going to happen, that, that LAFC is going to come in hot, they're going to show up the Galaxy, and the Galaxy has done nothing to, especially this year, has done nothing to right the ship. Um, if anything, they, they made more holes in it. Yeah, and, um, and, and, yeah. and it's true. You guys were saying that you know the way that they're, it, it looks like they're making a splash, it looks like they're more than likely going to be big brother all of a sudden, and we're going to be little brother, and we're going to be the second-tier team, regardless of, you know, all, all of our history, at least for the, you know, depending on how, they, how they're how they doing, because if they lay another egg the way Chivas USA did, yeah, it, it's it, not really going to matter. But, you it know... It depends how we open up next season as right. well, but... And, and going yeah. back I to I mean, this, coming off of how, we've, how we're coming off of this year, it's, there's no nothing... Yeah. Nothing positive to really hold on to. Yeah, there's really nothing positive at all to to, to hold on to here. And, you know, going back to the the debacle of 2017, all of us had the Galaxy making the playoffs, by the way. Squeaking. Squeaking in. Squeaking in. Squeaking in. Which basically means that you were still fighting for a spot on the final day. And like I said, it's not only that, it's because we know how easy it can get you can get into the playoffs in mls even Which, though you uh, fuck right. up a lot a team right. with but a minus not, 21 goal difference fuck up this much. <laughs> a team with a minus 21 goal difference made the playoffs and yeah. and, and bobby just kind of made the point right there that you know 
if you didn't think the Galaxy were going to make the playoffs, no one was going to argue that. We were so unsure of this team that if you would have said we would not make the playoffs, people wouldn't really argue it. But nobody thought that we would finish dead last. Nobody thought we would be <laughs> Nowhere this, near this bad. bad. If you did, I'm probably like going to say that you, you were being sarcastic. Um, and not necessarily that you truly believed it. More than likely, you were on the fence of a playoff spot, which is I, where most Galaxy fans stood. I want to say maybe Tucker. Tucker said he... Said, uh, right. Yeah. Zero okay, Cool yeah. said he claimed eight victories. I'm not sure if he was being serious or sarcastic because I also remember his prediction show where he said the Galaxy would make the playoffs. Yeah, he, he's also predicting uh, Geo Hattrick every game. So, you know, take, right, take, exactly. <laughs> That's what take, I'm take that with a, a grain of salt. I mean, I'm I know sure. he's joking about that. Yeah, but. he's being sarcastic there. <laughs> Which is why I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if he was being sarcastic about the eight victories. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it, it almost seems like uh, that's a little too far-fetched there. It just happened to oh be Oh, my God. True. Oh, my God. Eight victories. Pete Vianis' number was number eight. <laughs> they are major-leaguing this team. They're, they're, oh, my God. We're going to move to Albuquerque. All the oh evidence no. is there, man. It's last right time, in front of you. Last time I got a heart stopper at the stadium, it had Southwest... <laughs> it had Southwest ingredients on it. Albuquerque and sausage. <laughs> they had, even, dude. Even the vendors outside the stadium know what's going on. <laughs> they were trying to tell us with the teal jersey. Oh god. Oh god. This is the this is the point. This is where we are with this team. We're delirious. Yeah. This um, is. Uh, th- yeah. Look uh, again, and I and I blame the front office for and, all this. And 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 this is why I'm glad I didn't renew my tickets because why am I going to pledge my money to this? I'm going to go to games. I'm going to watch the team. I'm going to keep doing this. We're going to keep oh, doing yeah, this we're podcast. Still gonna go. We're still our we're fandom not giving is not going to go our team. away. We're not giving up on our team, no. but we certainly are making a statement, uh, all of us here, in not renewing. Uh, David had personal, you know. Uh, issues with uh you know renewing his season tickets and you know he has more than enough good reason not to do it as well as a lot of people who have also stated on social media that after 20 years or after uh, you know all these seasons this will be the first time that they're not going to be season ticket holders and they have every right uh to feel that way um this this uh front office this organization has completely shunned away the fans um they know what they're doing like I said, you're not going to convince me that they're not running this team into the ground on purpose. It's just the evidence is just clear as day. And um, yeah, we're, we're going to be watching on TV. No L.A. Galaxy. If you're happy, if you guys are just happen to be listening to our podcast for some reason. No, it doesn't make us any less fans. It's it's um, bitches get us tickets. It's uh, it, right now. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Yeah. You, you want us to be there? Give me tickets for free. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's so ridiculous. Um, we'll we'll keep doing this, and and um, you know, if not for us, like you know, like uh, the, you guys the sound so it's dead. like it's like it's relax. like group therapy at this point. Yeah, like relax. you just have to not get it all bad. out. I know yeah, it's just sports. <laughs> who cares? It's, okay. it's just freaking soccer. 
But I mean, I mean, when you really think about the, you know, the whole spectrum of how horrible this is, I think to myself that the United States didn't make the World Cup, and suddenly the Galaxy season doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, yeah, inconsequential. (laughs) Inconsequential. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I know we're wait. Did, are, are we still talking about the galaxy? Or I, I think I think we're ready. We're going to keep harping on the same thing. We're going to keep harping on the same thing. It is Let's the same see. thing. We apologize. You guys have heard it from all three podcasts. You guys have been talking about it amongst yourselves. You guys have heard every possible argument, every possible rant, every possible complaint. You guys know. So we apologize for continuing to beat this dead horse. Um, David, we'll get into his MLS recap now, but before he gets into that, let's go. Uh, I, one quick thing. I will I will analyze this game from the other side. Uh, FC Dallas needing a victory uh, to uh, continue their playoff um, hopes, to keep their playoff yep. hopes alive, uh, needing San Jose to lose or draw against uh, Minnesota. Fuck San um, Jose. And yeah, fuck, fuck San Jose. Oh, damn it, Riley. And <laughs> <laughs> for real. Um, well, Dallas did their part. Uh, I mean, five, five to one, uh, a team that was um, just spiraling down. I mean, just a, a, a horrible fall. As bad as the Galaxy, by the way, uh, with a better team. So I'm not even sure if you want to like compare those. Which one was worse? So um, was able bad. to right a, a team that was unable to be some of the weaker teams at home was able to pound you five to one so dallas did their job they needed san jose to draw or lose to minnesota and if it wasn't for you know some if it wasn't for clement diop yeah clement diop is trying to get a, a job apparently at <laughs> fc dallas <laughs> um so san jose scores late they pull out the victory over Minnesota. FC Dallas is out of the playoffs, and San Jose secures the final spot in the West, the only spot that was still in play uh, in all of MLS, and San Jose secures that. Fuck San Jose. FC Fuck Dallas. San Jose. The last unbeaten team in the league, and it fails to make the playoffs. A team that was favored to at least make MLS Cup, a team that last year won the Supporter Shield, a team that uh, did they win the U.S. Open Cup? They did. Uh, uh, I, I, the the and, and 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 upset over you know a Seattle team that just you know peaked at the right time. Um, otherwise, it would be Dallas going on to MLS Cup has failed to make the playoffs this year. Um, as of right now, and I don't think it's going to happen if it hasn't happened yet, but as of right now, Oscar Pereja still has a job. I thought he would have been fired um, should he not make the playoffs. That's exactly what happened. But as of this recording, he still has a job. He's still head coach of FC Dallas. And speaking of Oscar Pereja, if this was four months ago, I can, pro- I can promise you <laughs> that Oscar Pereja would be one of the candidates for the national team coaching position. Absolutely. And right now he is. <laughs> well, they, they are distancing, distancing themselves from that. They've they've they, named they've named uh, Dave Serkin as right, the caretaker as it, for as it, for right. now to 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 get them through the November friendlies, the fluffer games, as uh, as Jared Dubois put it. Um, right. So let's go ahead and get into the MLS let's recap get now. into the recap. I'm I'm glad you brought up the 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 shadows of the past with Dallas because um, I went back and I listened to our MLS preseason prediction show. Uh, and I have them here in my notes, and I'll let you guys all know where we had every single team as soon as we're done with the final MLS recap of 
2017. I was actually thinking about that, <laughs> that I wanted to go back and see, like, who I had in there. And I'm like, I bet you anything. I had, like, well, oh, I did. like the playoffs, and I had, like, nine teams in there. <laughs> but let's see. Let, uh, let's check I, the notes I did go back. So, right. uh, so, but let's get started with the decision day recap, guys. This, this decision day never fails to produce drama. I mean, it was so much fun it's a, to see. It, it's a hell of a lot of fun, unless, of course, you're a Galaxy fan, because for two years in a row, Decision Day meant absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah, nothing. This year, we were eliminated from the playoffs. So it meant and nothing last as well. year, <laughs> what? Because we, we weren't playing in it, so it didn't mean anything at all either again. Yeah, but well, we, had, we had a part in it. We had our own part in it, and, and it turned out to be... Um, it could have been a big, we could have been a big part. If, if we remember we were leading Dallas early on that Siani goal and had that result hold it held. Well, really maybe not, it wouldn't have mattered, no. but we could have at least what said are you talking about Dallas, <laughs> Dallas. Uh, th- actually, if the galaxy would have beat Dallas in that, in, in last week's game, could RSL have overtaken San Jose? If they would have lost. Yes. RSL still had a chance to to uh, get into the playoffs. If, but they needed if both San Jose teams. lost. They needed both teams to lose, and they needed to win their game. Got it. Uh, okay, well, let's get started with RSL versus Sporting Kansas City. Uh, RSL wins 2-1. to one. In the third minute, Luis Silva gets things started for RSL. Rusnek gets a ball at the top of the box from Lennon, uh, but the ball gets caught under his feet, but Silva comes back inside and gets uh, the ball gets poked to him. It's 1-0 RSL. In the 42nd minute, Brooks Lennon makes it 2-0. And in the 89th, Kofi Apara, sorry, Apara gets a goal to make it 2-1. And RSL misses out on the 2017 playoffs because San Jose won. Fuck those guys. Now, uh, now I do remember that. Uh, uh, I'm sure you're going to get to it. So, you know, what? I'll, I'll kind of leave that because I know you said you had any notes. Um, but um, RSL. Um, didn't really think I don't think too many people had them in the playoffs. I think David, you might have, but um, it was a god awful team. Mike Pecky came in and he turned this team around. I think that he was he's not gonna win it, but I, I think if he would have oh, made no, the playoffs and then make that run, um, I think he would have been like or at least should have been considered as a dark horse candidate for coach of the year because he took over a really horrible RSL side yeah. and turned it around. Um, and I think that um, next season, RSL might be a team that you probably have, want to keep your eye on. Well, the good news is for uh, for us, for the printers in uh, Utah, um, is that Mike Petke has signed a three-year guaranteed extension with RSL. So he will be at the helm of Salt Lake for at least three years. Well, good for him. Uh, deserved, he it. I think. Yes, he does deserve it. Deserve it. Uh, next up, Montreal versus New England. Patrice Bernier's final game, one of the original members of the Montreal inaugural MLS season. Uh, both teams out of the playoffs, only pride to play for. 19th minute, Diego Fagundes lays one off to Nemeth. He turns and shoots. Hits the post, but the rebound falls back to Fagundes, and he puts it into the empty net to make it 1-0 for New England. In the 45th minute, Jackson Hamel's shot hits a defender's arm, and Bernier steps up to take the, the penalty and scores it in his farewell. Immediately following the start of the second half, 
Fagundes pounces on a mistake by Piet and lays it off to Nemeth to make it two to one. Uh, 89th minute, Baloo uh, puts it puts the ball in front of the net and Mancuso goes gets a coat touch to it. Sorry, I'm tripping over Mancosu and touch uh, <laughs> to get the equalizer for uh, for Montreal uh, in the 97th minute. Kellen Roll hits a golazo, aso, aso to win it for New England. But the first order of business on Monday is Mauro Biello has been dismissed by Montreal. And the Patrice Bernier era is over. The guy gets subbed off in the 83rd minute and cries as he walks off the field. What a good career that guy's had. Yeah, good on him. Um, And unfortunate for Montreal, um, a, a very strong team last year gave us one hell of a treat in the Eastern Conference uh, Finals and uh, just completely disappointed this year, completely missing out on the playoffs um, in a very competitive Eastern Conference this season. Um, I believe I had Montreal go in, in the playoffs this season, repeating um, what they, you know, or at least building on what they had accomplished last season. But alas, uh, it was not to happen. Very disappointing for Montreal and its fans. Uh, next up is Philadelphia versus Orlando. Third minute, Ilsenio makes it 1-0 in what would prove to be a very painful day for Orlando City. Uh, in the fifth minute, P. Colt hits a booming header at the top of the sixth to make it 2-0. 26th minute, P. Colt to Sapong. He scores his 15th of the season and breaks the record for Philly. Things go from bad to worse. In the 38th minute, P. Colt is uh, off to the races, makes it 4-0 to Philadelphia. 63rd minute, Philadelphia catches Orlando too far up the field, and Asenio has the afterburners on uh, to make it 5-0. Dom Dwyer will get one, the honor goal for Orlando, but in the 74th minute, Sapong adds a 16th goal on the year and adds to his Philadelphia record. Orlando is going to have to do quite a bit of rebuilding in the offseason. 0-3 since they entered the league, still have not made the playoffs. And they, I think they were trying to go, not all in, but they were definitely trying to make a push this season. And for about two months, um, it looked like it was going to pay off. But that was it. Two months of good soccer and then um, just... Uh, <sighs> I think they just, they just picked the wrong two months. I, right? No, no, that's actually pretty accurate. Um, so a very, very disappointing for Orlando City and Philadelphia, who ha- at one point in the season did not win a game for like 256, 57 days or so. We had the counter going up, um, ended <laughs> up right. with 11 victories. Well, better than L.A. Way better than L.A. Um, so um, Philadelphia, maybe uh, something to look forward to next season maybe you can build on maybe that. they they've got to add some pieces though they, for sure oh, for sure they have to add some pieces there uh but philadelphia is that it's it's not one of those big market teams you kind of feel that that's one of those like working class teams that you're, you're not going to find any sort of big dp in there so um and in the the highly competitive eastern conference with the torontos the nycfcs the chicagos and the atlantas it's kind of hard to see a team like philadelphia actually coming out on top yeah so uh, next up, New- D.C. versus New York. Uh, last call for RFK, you guys. A stadium that is that was destroyed by Magneto in the 70s and never really fully recovered. 
from the raccoons to the crumbling concrete to the bouncing bar of Bravo, we say goodbye to an MLS original stadium, um, a stadium that holds some painful memories for uh, LA Galaxy fans. It definitely still um, stinks for me. But we still have to respect it. Uh, lots of uh, DC United legends or classic players were in attendance. Uh, they played a, a legends game before the before the uh, the main the main game, Freddie Adu, John Harks, Marco Echeverri, Hamem Moreno, and Alesco Escandari, and uh, Adu, Echeverri, and Hamem Moreno all getting goals in the Legends game, uh, <laughs> looking looking better than DC United. Can we, keep in mind that Freddie Adu is still in his quote unquote prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's he, he's looking like he's had too many prime burgers, uh, if you ask me. Uh, but not as many as Marco Echeverri, but the man still can play. Uh, I take him as a number ten over Geo. Oh yeah. Uh, today, I mean, <laughs> yeah, gray, yeah, yeah, yeah. gray hair, gray mullet, and all. Uh, uh, let's see, where am I? All right. Uh, the the game as far as as for the game goes, forty uh, third minute, Paul Ariola hits a volley at the near post, put DC United up one zero. Uh, Mario and Keita will uh, combine and weave their way through DC defense to score a beautiful goal for the Red Bulls. Uh, Acosta sees red for violent conduct, putting DC a man down. Barone puts the Red Bulls up two to one in the 84th minute. He earns a penalty. Clark will save it, but DC still loses the la- its last game ever at RFK, um, and they will open their new stadium next year at Buzzard Point. Uh, I'm super excited. DC is a is a team that has deserved their own building for a long time. Um, so I'm excited for them that they that they will have uh, a, a new stadium, um, and and a place called Buzzard Point. Like that's just a cool, you know. That sounds like another place that Magneto might destroy at some point. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the new stadium was a long time coming for uh, another one of those uh, historic uh, MLS teams that has fallen on hard times ever since Pusarina left, and um, it, it was uh, the first major rivalry of the league and to me it's still somewhere in there that i'm hoping that the la dc rivalry at some point gets renewed uh, much like the uh, lakers and celtics rivalry um you know it kind of went dormant for a long time before you mm-hmm. know finally at some point uh, peaked again Hopefully. so i'm hoping that at one point because that rivalry still um it brings some painful memories but at the same time it's one of those like you know what i, I want to hate that team again yeah, you, know, you Eddie, want that rival. You want the rivalry to be full blooded again, right? Yeah, yeah Eddie yes. Pope, not at the Legends game. I don't think. Why? Like Eddie Pope should have been there, right? You would think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he was or not. Carlos uh, Mosa. Bill, yeah, La Mo- La Mosa. Uh, uh, Bill Hamid has announced that he is departing the club. He has signed for a team in Denmark, uh, for a team that I will not try and pronounce the name of. Can I try? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm like, so are we just leaving a blank? <laughs> it's a team in Denmark. It's a team in Denmark. So let me see. Let me see. Probably let me see. no better than DC United. But I'm okay with that. But it's Europe. It's Europe. It's Europe. Yes. I'm okay with that. Um, it looks like Bill Hamid actually just kind of fell off the, the radar anyway. So, I mean. It's I don't like, think he's he's got national team prospects anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it really doesn't matter for me. I mean, it, good on him. You're going to try to say this name? Yeah, well, g- give, me the name. You were, yeah. give me the I, name. I, I don't know it. I didn't even bother writing it down because it was like, I'm not oh, going to try to pronounce this. I thought you had it written this. down. No, was, hell no. Oh. It's got too many J's and too many K's. 
and it's not just kidding. Uh-huh. Uh, next up, <laughs> next up is Houston versus Chicago. Houston beating Chicago 3-0 in what could be uh, MLS Cup. No. Who knows? <laughs> A terrible no. MLS Cup. Uh, Houston going into the playoffs, finishing strong, second minute, long throw in, and Leonardo of all MLS defenders gets up, flicks one on to put Houston up 1-0. I have some really sad news about this this game, though, you guys. In the eighth minute, A.J. De La Garza goes down on a no-contact play. Uh, We now know that he's got a torn ACL. God, this is horrible. One of the best guys in the league has to go out and is going to miss not only the playoffs, but probably the, a good portion of Houston season next year. Yep. Um, this is a guy who's made the best of a move uh, that he did not want, uh, but he embraced it fully. He, uh, the city embraced him. Um, it, it just, it's so painful to not see the guy in the playoffs where he belongs. Um, it's got uh, AJ, our thoughts and well wishes and, and speedy recoveries go out to you. Uh, you know, in the meantime, enjoy this time with your daughter and your wife. Uh, enjoy the city. Extremely heartbreaking for AJ. It, it sucks. It, it couldn't have happened to, uh, to a worse person or a better person. I don't know, even know how I'm saying that, but it, it's the last guy you want to see this happen to. There you go. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll put yeah, it that yeah. way. Um, a big not not just for him but a big blow for Houston. Uh, I know that uh, when AJ's on the field, he he's he's gonna give it, every Galaxy fan knows what he gives uh, to his team. Three hundred percent. Yeah, if I mean that's just the minimum. Um, so it, it's a big blow for Dallas going into the playoffs here. Um, it yeah, just horrible news. It was uh, heartbreaking when it was uh, you know on top of the. Pete Vian is still here. Oh, AJ's ace. Oh. Yeah, it, yeah, and it really did come like that. It came r- yeah, one right, it after, right the other. after the other. So, yeah, uh, really unfortunate. So, yes, uh, our thoughts and well wishes are with you, AJ. And, um, you know, we hope to see you uh, as, you know, oh, as soon you know, as possible. He's got a torn ACL, so maybe the Galaxy will scout him again. Um, <laughs> uh, Houston win this game 3-0. Uh, it, they put themselves in a good playoff position now. They're going to host Kansas City yeah, they, uh, coming up. So this is, this is good for them, and we'll get to the, we'll get to the playoff seedings and matchups a little later once we're done with this. Yeah, so uh, my point is, or what, what, I, what I was going to say is that uh, because of that victory and because of Kansas City losing their game, they do leapfrog uh, Kansas City. I think that was the only move that they could have possibly went. I think they could have only went up to... Uh, oh, possibly third if Seattle ha- had lost, but um, but no, as you said, now they host and Chicago, um, Chicago because of um, you haven't got there yet, but Atlanta unable to uh, to win at home, they keep the three seed, uh, but it almost seems like they're limping into these playoffs, and it looks like they're extremely vulnerable and not the. Not the strong team that we saw um, well, back in uh, July. We'll get there. Yes, uh, next up is Seattle versus Colorado. Seattle does what they do. They score three goals on Colorado. Uh, ninth minute, Will Bruin makes it 1-0. Uh, he'll hit the post later in this game. Uh, Clint Dempsey gets sent off in the 24th minute for throwing a 
just a haymaker elbow uh, at, at his defender and, uh, and then makes kind of a stink as he's leaving and, and, and gets in the referee's face. I have no doubt that this guy's going to get more suspension or at least he should get more suspension than one game. Are you being sarcastic about that? No. Did they announce something? They did announce something. Oh, go. What, what, what is it? One game. Really? That is it, sir. Really? No added oh games. Oh, my God. That was such violent conduct. Yep. He should probably that be is ridiculous. Suspe- he should be suspended for the rest of the, the season rest of the playoffs. And nope, there's no additional games that are well, being added. You know, but but uh, interestingly enough, after uh, Dempsey gets sent off, Lodero scores two more goals. Uh, scores two goals and and uh, and and uh, Colorado. I mean, they you know, granted it's Colorado, um, but they uh, they they win three zero. Um, this was a pretty easy game to have predicted. Um, no reason why Seattle was not going to win this game. Um, needed uh, I believe a draw, uh, from the uh, Portland and Vancouver game for them to clinch. Uh, the first place in the Western Conference. That did that result didn't happen. Um, Portland, you haven't got there yet, but Portland ended up um, winning their game, and they clinched clinched the first seed in the Western Conference. But they did uh, get up to number two because of the other result, and therefore they got their bye uh, in the first round of the playoffs. And they await, I believe, the winner of the Houston Kansas City game. I'm not actually quite sure. Uh, as to what the seeding would be there, but I believe it's the winner of the Houston Kansas City game there. All right, next up is San Jose versus Minnesota. <sighs> Riley J. McManus, put you on blast on this one, buddy. Uh, 15th minute, Danny Houston smartly fools his defender. He's off one on one versus Shuttleworth, and he puts the ball in the back of the net to make it 1 0. In the 36th minute, Ethan Finley hits a golazo to tie it up 1 0. Uh, shout out to uh, Madame Serrano, uh, who who sent us that one on Twitter. Fifty uh, fifth minute, Wando puts puts San Jose back in front, and Dallas is out of the playoffs uh, with this uh, with this goal. Uh, but then there's hope. There's hope yet as uh, Minnesota will score in the 80th minute to uh, put Dallas back in the playoffs. But then in the 93rd minute, San Jose does what they do. Fuck those guys. Wando, yeah. Turenia, and they're in the playoffs. They are in the playoffs. Fuck um, those guys. God damn it, Riley McManus. <laughs> I don't think they're going to. I mean, they're not going to do much damage uh, here. I, I'd be very surprised if they even get out of the play-in game against Vancouver. Um, but uh, it's MLS, so you know I probably should just keep my mouth shut there. Um, mm. But... Um, you know, let them have their day. This, this is as far as they're going to get. Damn straight. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, New York City FC versus Columbus. Uh, this game ends 2-2. Two to two. Uh, 11 minute, uh, ball at the top. Kamara brings it down and slots it home. And in the 18th, Bia equalizes on a corner and tacks on the dab celebration for his son. Uh, 45th minute long ball to Villa. Mensa tries to head it away, but he actually redirects it to Villa. And he turns inside and his shot beats Ste- Stefan at the near post to make it 2-1. to one. 
And 58th minute, Crew SC get the equalizer as Josh Williams heads one in versus his old team. And then Zach Stevanovic will deny Via. And then Zach Stefanski will deny again. What about Zach Stefanino? Zach Stefanino will block a penalty kick in the 94th <laughs> minute from Via, robbing NYCFC of the victory and robbing me of my balls and bears victory. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, uh, at least looking at this, um, we were talking about how the East could have changed from the, the second to the fifth seed. All could have just been um, turned upside down. The second uh, could have been the fifth. The fifth could have been the second. And everything in between. The only thing that was locked was the first and the sixth seed. And after decision day, everything remained exactly the same. Crazy. Uh, Last but not least, Atlanta versus Toronto. Two to two. The biggest losers. Josie Altidore and Michael Bradley. Damn right. Uh Banner put up in the in the stands. Very well done, by the way. Very very professional looking. Uh, biggest losers poster with the with the, featuring the two of them. Booze raining down from the seventy one thousand in attendance every time these guys touch the ball. But Lewis, how do you like that for uh, criticism from the fans? Um. Well, you guys have known from the beginning that you know Atlanta was like my adopted team, and this just really seals it. <laughs> You're wearing an Atlanta jersey now. Shut up. Uh, 30th minute, VAR sees Drew Moore use his hand to block a header from Assad, and Assad converts an ensuing penalty kick. Uh, 60th minute, quick play, a quick play, ball in between Guzan and Parker's. Altador gets to it and pokes it past Guzan to equalize for TFC, something he could not do for the United States. Uh, beer rains down from the stands as Altador celebrates. Giovinco takes one, picks it up, drinks the rest of the beer to celebrate the goal. Uh, Miguel Amiron makes his return from injury, and in the 74th minute, he he uh, combines. He he sends in Vialba, who sends it to jo- Joseph Martinez, puts the ball in the back of the net to put Atlanta ahead. This one over. This one ain't over yet, however. As Giovinco takes a free kick, and you guys, I don't have to finish the sentence. You guys know what this happens. Gorgeous, Picture though. perfect. Golazo. I'm over it. I've seen it too many times for me to call it. Oh, I, needed, it's, it's, I needed that draw, so I was like, Giovinco, <laughs> come on, let's do this. Well, and he got it in. I was like, I, yeah. Guys, I'm going to credit the beer. Uh, it was a perfect free kick, and uh, this one finishes 2-2. Two to two. It's enough for Toronto FC to break the record and finish the season on 69 points. So I, I got to say, I'm very surprised that Toronto just brought their A-team down to Atlanta, having nothing to play for on turf. They were playing for the record. And risking injury going into the playoffs. I mean, you put your big guns out there, and if one of these guys would have gotten hurt, all eyes are on Greg Vanny right now. If that happens, luckily for them, or luckily for him, that wasn't the case. But very, to me, honestly, going down to play in Atlanta on that turf and bringing your big guns when you have nothing to play for, I thought that was a really risky move. Luckily, it did not bite them in the ass. 
Um, Toronto, as you said, gets the record. Atlanta, unable to get the victory. The victory probably would have propelled them to um, second seed. Um, and they lost out. They could have had a sec- an expansion team. Um, uh, the second seed uh, and second best team in all of MLS. How's that? Well, congratulations to Greg Vanny, Jovinko, and TFC fans. Uh, but those other biggest losers, screw them. Um, one funny thing is that uh, Atlanta fans took to Twitter and uh, were contesting whether or not the Jovinko goal should have counted since he consumed an alcoholic beverage while he was playing the game. Dumb. <laughs> an alcoholic beverage is that by, 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 uh, by chance that they threw onto the field. Mm-hmm. At Josie. Hey, if I dangle a drug in front of you, I can't force it. You do it on your own, whether <laughs> you want to take it or not. They, they got some sort of a case, sir. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the guy, the guy's atomic. What are you gonna do? Um, so that that is it. That's it for MLS recap, and that is it for the regular season. We will be covering the postseason, although we are not covering the LA Galaxy. Um, we will be talking about whatever comes up. Uh, between now and and when the the season is over on December 9th. Um, So I I just want to say to you guys and to all of our listeners, thank you for listening to our MLS recaps. Uh, Let us know if this is something uh, that you you guys want more of. Uh, Because, you know, the LA Galaxy doesn't give us much to talk about. (laughs) This is true. Um, I hope you're not signing off because we haven't quite mentioned the matchups that uh, that are happening um, tomorrow as of this recording. I'm but, sure once it's out. Um, before we get there, I want to okay, quickly, sorry. quickly go over what we what our MLS prediction show at the beginning of the of the season had. So I will go down the east and then I will follow it with the west and then we can see where everything lands. Uh, I had Atlanta squeaking into the playoffs. I believe that Lewis also did. Uh, Bobby said that he didn't know anything about what was going on because he wanted to see evidence on the field, so he did not give his predictions about yeah, first day. First, <laughs> yeah. first day. Yeah, first day. Uh, uh, we have Chicago definitely not making the playoffs, so uh, I believe they got the third seed, right? They got the third seed. In the, so in the very tough East, so you know, we're right on point right there. Uh, Columbus fighting for a spot. I think that's probably accurate at this point. They were, they were kind of, you know, iffy. I think they, they ended up in, they're in fifth, but, uh, but they were, um, could have been possibly playing for second and New York had already locked the sixth seed. So their decision day was also, um, about placement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, New York's decision day was not about placement. Columbus was well ahead of them and still well ahead of the seventh seed. So, not really quite fighting for a playoff spot, but it was competitive enough to where, you know, it wasn't the, um, a foregone conclusion. That, oh, yeah, they're making the playoffs. Uh, I had DC United as the sneaky team and definitely making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, it doesn't say anything else, but I can promise you that wasn't my prediction. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't could, think it was yours. It was definitely uh, not mine. I, I, I had Montreal fighting for a spot, which they definitely were not. I had New England out. I think all of us had a New England out yes, of this one. Did. And I think I had Montreal uh, in the playoffs as well. So um, we were wrong on that. We had uh, NYCFC with a strong season and definitely making the playoffs. So we're right about that we're one. We're all right about that one. Uh, I believe we had New York Red Bulls as definitely in, but unsure of where. 
And technically, we were correct. <laughs> uh, and of course, who can forget? I had Orlando as my dark horse to make MLS Cup, and which to which Lewis said, "Really." <laughs> <laughs> So I think he was right on about that prediction. Uh, I also had Philly probably making the playoffs, um, which they did not. Which they did not. I don't think they. Ha- I. I'm pretty sure I did not have them making the playoffs. Um, but yeah, like I said, competitive Eastern Conference. But yeah, it, it, it's Philly. Uh, <laughs> David, pick your scarf. Up. All right, all right. Come on, let me get my scarf up. Hey, they finish above the galaxy. Who um, did finish above the galaxy? No one. Uh, Western Sorry, Conference. everyone. <laughs> everyone! <laughs> Sorry, I went a little crazy there. Uh, Western Conference, Minnesota out, probably last in the West. God damn it, I was wrong about that. Uh, <laughs> FC Dallas, we had as MLS Cup favorite winning all the trophies. Hey, man, they put the wool over her eyes. They did. They good in the beginning of that season, man. They did. <laughs> uh, I had Colorado low to mid table. Sneaking into the playoffs, they definitely did not do that as they were uh, down at the bottom with us. I don't remember where I had Colorado. I'm not sure if I had them sneak into the playoffs as well, or they're just say, or if I said if it was a fluke. I think you said it was a fluke. Okay, so, uh, yeah, and yeah. I believe you also said Mastroini, which I forgot was coaching them at the beginning of the year. Yes. Uh, Colorado, I'm oh, sorry, Seattle, we had definitely in. Sporting Kansas City, we had contenders and Lewis's Dark Horse. I kind of echo that sentiment that they're. I, for a moment, I thought they were my dark horse, but we'll get to uh, some news about them in the uh, when we go over the bracket. Uh, I called RSL sneaky and my dark horse in the West. Lewis had them definitely out, so that was uh, that was correct on Lewis's part. Uh, I had Portland sneaking in. I believe they finished first. They won the West. <laughs> they did win the Western Conference. I said that they. I said that they're in the... I remember this. They're in the playoffs, but not MLS Cup contenders because they are still missing a piece in there. And I don't think they're going to do it. I st- I'm still going to hold that, by the way. I will still say that they do not make MLS Cup. I think you're probably right. Uh, I have uh, San Jose, fuck them. They're out. I think Obviously. we all had San Jose, fuck them out. Uh, God damn it, Riley. You, you uh, Houston, Vancouver. Uh, sorry, Vancouver, we had as definitely out. I had them in. You did have them in, you're right. Uh, I said they were too young. And I said, don't worry, they'll be fine. Uh, Houston squeaking in, and L.A., I had them maybe making the playoffs, maybe on the outside looking in. We were, like, on the outside, five miles down the road, (laughs) looking in with binoculars and sad, crying face eyes. (laughs) Oh, God. And like I said before, I don't think, honestly, anybody realistically thought the galaxy would be eliminated in, in august probably more likely july i didn't think any i don't honestly believe that anyone had them in dead last we certainly didn't um we definitely were on the fence about them making the playoffs i think we gave them the benefit of the doubt and they didn't even deserve that so Thank you very much. Indeed. With that, the 2017 playoff field is set. Lewis, take us through what it what will be the 2017 playoffs. All right. So in the Eastern Conference, um, where more than likely the MLS Cup will finish, 
Um, Toronto FC wins the Supporter Shield, so they finish uh, in first place and earn the bye. NYCFC finish the second. They will get the second bye as well. So the matchups, uh, the third seed, Chicago Fire, will face the New York Red Bulls um, in Chicago. I find this game very interesting because I think they're both kind of limping in here, and I think New York can steal this game away. I have Chicago winning. I would not be surprised if New York wins this game. So so you have the Golden Boot winner, Nemanja Nikolic, uh, Dax McCarty playing against the team that traded him, and Bastian Schweinsteiger coming back. Mm-hmm. And you think New York is going to steal this? I think they can steal this. I said I, I literally well, just yeah. said I think Chicago will win this, but don't be surprised if New York steals this game. I don't think that there it's a it's a foregone conclusion that Chicago is just going to run them over, because um, I think Chicago is just limping in a little bit. I think they've kind of lost their form uh, to where they were um, in first place in the Eastern Conference and just running them over as a surprise. I think they kind of tailed off. And so um, going into the playoffs, I think they're vulnerable. New York is just as vulnerable. So um, obviously I'm giving Chicago the home field advantage here. Uh, but I-, I wouldn't be in shock if New York was able to pull this off. Um, the, uh, the second matchup, uh, games are also be playing on Thursday. Um, Atlanta versus Columbus. This will be hosted by Atlanta. They're the fourth seed. Um, kind of an interesting matchup. I have Atlanta winning this game, though. Yeah, I, I think Atlanta goes goes through on this on this game. Um, Bobby, I, I I know you only get like six minutes on the pod, but I think you're down to like three in this one. Do you want to like say anything? What do you want me to say? <laughs> so moving on <laughs> to right the Western, then. yeah, moving right, on to so, the Western right. Conference. Are we ta- are we are we are we giving our predictions? I, to talk- I thought you were gonna I thought you guys were gonna wait for this for balls and beers, but look at Chicago, San Jose, Atlanta, Houston. Oh, okay, okay, okay. all so, right. Look, jumping ahead in the yeah, West. Jumping ahead because I haven't got to the West. Western Conference, well, Portland. <laughs> Portland, Seattle will Bobby's, have. Uh, Bobby's efficient. Yeah, he is. Uh, Portland, Seattle are earned the first and the second seed, so they get the buys. Uh, so you have Vancouver, who um, ends up in third third place in the West. They will host San Jose, who sneaked into the playoffs as as the sixth seed. This is an interesting game for Vancouver because Vancouver could have clinched first place in the Western Conference had they beaten San Jose at home and they were unable to do that. So I think that this is a really good revenge game here. Um, they, uh, not, they not only lost first, uh, first place in the Western Conference, but they lost a bye. And now they have to uh, play in that play-in game. So I think uh, they're going to have extra motivation against the San Jose team that denied them that, um, uh, that first, uh, first seed in the West. Um, I have Vancouver winning this game. Uh, and then you got the Houston versus Kansas City game. Now, this is an interesting matchup because um, they played two games, basically a home-and-home home series in the past, like, three weeks. Um, and I think they split that. If I, Or maybe Houston got the draw in Kansas City. I don't remember. But I know that uh, Houston won uh, their past game, uh, this last game here on Decision Day. So they have a third game here. Houston will host it. Um, uh, I was hoping that Kansas City would finish a little higher. Looks like my dark horse might be on its uh, last leg here. Um, AJ will be missing this game, unfortunately. I'm not sure if that's I- I- enough. 
uh, for Kansas City to take advantage of. But Team Milia is out for Kansas City. That's, and that's a, a huge, huge loss for Kansas City. I have Houston coming out of uh, this game. And uh, we will be uh, reviewing those games in uh, next, week. next week's podcast. And that is it for us here. We went a little bit over, so we apologize. Any more? Anything else? Uh, final thought is that I know I had mentioned before the, uh, the Dodgers uh, did win their uh, game one of the World Series. Um, ever so close to, uh, to getting that trophy. Three more victories, guys. Keep it going. Just don't text about it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is L.A. is our house. Episode 92. I'm here with David and Lewis. <laughs> I like that, Bobby. I like and that. This is, and this is Bobby. If you, didn't, if you didn't get that joke, you should listen to Balls and Beers, which is coming up next on your iPhone, iPod, whatever it is. Later. Android too. Thank you for listening to L.A. is our house. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.